Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. And Tyler, how you doing, man? <laughs> um, I, I got one thing to tell you real quick. I meant to tell you this before we started recording, but uh, you can't actually sit there. Uh, this is not a couch. This is art. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm going to need you to have to get up. Uh, we're going to have to find a place to reposition. It, it doesn't exist. It's not real. Uh, same applies to the toilet. So. Wow. Just don't flush. Well, damn. Someone has been caught up in the frenzy of our art episode, which has actually done gangbusters. I mean, it's up there with our chess episode as probably like the most listened to episode. We have dozens of listeners. Dozens. <laughs> dozens. <laughs> but yeah, they, they, uh, I don't know if they played it all the way, but if they did, I mean, they heard you very just vent completely. About how much you hate art. I've or, I mean, changed minds. Certain kinds, which is pretty much all art. It's the concept of art. Art's not real. Yeah. <laughs> Art's <laughs> none of it. None of it's real. No. Uh, Picasso was not an artist. It just just paints. I'm glad you're dealing with dealing with it in a healthy way. You're just going to deny its existence. Yep, all completely. of it's just like, nope, that's not a thing that exists or that I have to deal with. So you nope. know what? I'm just going to move on. It's nothing but hipster nonsense. <sighs> Damn millennials. <laughs> yeah, just throw art at the many other things that it's millennials fault. Start trying fart. to bring art back. Like, don't, don't let art be. It's fine. You ever get into a conversation with someone who is quick to throw out the whole like, man, these damn millennials when that person is in fact a millennial way, way too often. (laughs) It's the bane of my existence. It's just this whole, like everyone's so used to saying damn millennials as a, you know, as a broad way of saying the kids these days, like these damn kids. And it's like, no millennials are turning 40. Yeah. And it's like, damn, these millennials, like you're a millennial. I don't know, but I'm different. I'm a cool millennial. I've I've got like a job. <laughs> the fuck do you think millennials are doing? Yeah, yeah. Millennial isn't just like some random term for homeless or shiftless or like no. It's just yeah, people born during. That <laughs> was what I missed. That was that was boomers. That was boomers. Yes. Yeah. yes. They were the me generation. So selfish. <laughs> but yeah, it's just people born at a certain time. And like certain range, date range, and they're just like, nope, it's all just young kids. When you know, you realize Gen Z's starting to age out in a couple more years, and then I don't know what the next generation is being called. Uh, somebody will try to, well, a hundred people are going to come out and try to coin new terms, but everybody's going to struggle. Like, oh my god, there's nothing after Z, the, the A generation, the ABC. Speaking of. I think as millennials, we should call Gen Z, like aside from Zoomers, I always mention Zoomers, but we should call them Gen Zima. Zima. <laughs> Gen Zima. Uh, I mean, it's good, but like, that's really a Gen X thing. I know, I know, but <laughs> I feel like, or if they start bringing it back, you know what? I, I was trying to see, sneak it in and then we can lure out any Gen Xers who ooh. are like, who are, you know, who they think are like, ooh, they're being slick, just sitting in the sidelines you know, slowly, you know, getting Viagra through (laughs) through the internet and just like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not one of these kids, but I'm not a boomer either. And like Gen X thinking they can sit out the culture wars. Exactly. 
Yeah, they're the they're the conscientious objectors. They're just the dirty hippies of the culture wars. That they God. won't choose a side or fight. Goddamn hippies! <laughs> Pick a side. Oh, Our man. side, not not the boomers. Not the Always. boomers. Always. They, what if they? What if this? What if they sided with the zoomers with Gen Z? Yeah, I would be. I'd be fine with it. I'd, I'd support it. That it's would, a slap in the face, but I'd support it. Yeah, I'd be like, "What the hell? This is the like most." unimaginable team up in cinematic history. I'm still a little <laughs> fucked up ever since I heard that apparently uh, the youth these days are referring to the 1990s as the late 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> fucking assholes. That's funny. How? Yeah, that's, that's fucking clever. And also it's like, it feels like the snap, but instead of everything disappearing, all my memories are turning into sepia tone. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're it's just like, what the fuck? It's like, I'm, I turned old timey. Why do I have a mustache and a bowler hat? What the fuck? Hipster. That's what happened. <laughs> like, oh, that, that movie from the late 1900s, The Matrix. Oh, you already. I, it just it's like it hurts. I, I am offended and mad. But like, I respect it. It's a funny joke, but no, cause yeah, fuck it, them. Yeah, because every generation has to, you know, <laughs> talk trash about the one before it. So, I mean, it just yeah. it just sucks that it's like, oh, I feel like as a millennial, I didn't have my time in the sun. And now it's just. Well, no, we were too busy getting screwed over economically uh, left and right over and over and over again. That is correct. You are correct. Yeah, <laughs> now, I remember, now I remember where I was. I was busy not getting, you know, a stable financial foundation. And yeah. Yeah. Working 10 years to get us entry-level job. Yeah. yeah. Good energy for the podcast. <laughs> Goddamn Zoomers. Uh, we love you, though, if you're listening. <sighs> I don't know. Our, no, Zoomers don't listen to podcasts, do they? If you no. are, message us. Don't use TikTok. We don't do that here. Yeah, we. I don't. I don't respond to TikToks. I like. Look, if if you do a TikTok, we'll eventually get it when they compile a YouTube compilation video that we'll eventually look at. That that's yeah. what, that'll be when we see it. It's that weird thing. Like I, I was that person. Like, I'll sign up for every social media app, and then never use most of them. Like, I made a TikTok account just to see, all right, what is this all about? And a day later, I deleted it forever. But, you know, then I go around on Reddit, and every once in a while, somebody posts a TikTok video and go, oh, that was funny. Yeah. And I'm just glad I didn't have to weed through the rest of TikTok to find that one video. <laughs> I don't even know what, like, how the feed works on TikTok. Is it just, you just keep scrolling up, and then just videos yeah, just keep just, falling? Um, it's Reels on Instagram. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so it's it just, also, you know, it's like Vines back in the day. So it's just it's just roulette of just yes. videos and then just if you like this, follow this person kind of thing? As far as I could tell. Okay. But right. yeah, no, I'm, I'm out. But every once in a while there's going to be something funny. And it's the same thing as Twitter for me. Like, I'm not going to go into Twitter. It's too much chaos. No, but no, sometimes no, no, no. there's some good not shit. A, not, well, I mean, yeah, there is good shit. But, like, the I think I needed a Twitter curated. is easier to get a handle of because, like, if you know a person that you like, it's just like, okay, they have a Twitter. You can follow them. And then that becomes part of your feed. It just cascades. It's just like, okay, whatever you subscribe. If you don't follow anybody, you're not going to get a feed. 
Well, no, you, you do. It starts to throw every feed at you, is what it does. No, no, you start no. to get all kinds of carnage and chaos. No, no, it's only who you follow. Everyone thinks that, like, oh, you're just like it's just bombarded. It's not Facebook. Facebook just automatically subscribes you to whatever likes and stuff that and you. Facebook, I'm bombarded by corporate accounts. I see yes. more advertisements yeah. than I see my friends. And and funny enough, I did see an article where um, this developer got banned from Facebook because he created a script. I think it was a Chrome extension that allowed you to unsubscribe to your entire feed. Basically cleans it out because that's how your feed gets compiled. You follow or like a page and then you, they, uh, anytime they post, it becomes part of your feed. And the only way you can eliminate that is if you unfollow them, not unfriend them, unfollow them. And then that takes away any, you know, any of their posts don't show up on your feed. You're still following that, you know, you still like that page or you still follow that friend or yeah. you're still friends. But yeah, that you have to unfollow. And I don't even mind it when it's things that I follow. But I am I feel like I see all these posts from things I don't follow that are tangentially related to things I do follow. <laughs> yeah, Facebook does do that. Twitter doesn't. Twitter, the only time you see any outside stuff is if an account you follow, like let's say a celebrity, retweets something they saw on Twitter. And they're just like, you'll see this tweet about this person and above it, it'll say like, you know, uh, Chrissy Teigen retweeted. And then it's the tweet that you see. And then just like, oh, you know, if you like that tweet, then you could like it. You can follow that account. And that's how it goes. So it's, it's, just, it's still too much for me. I'm, I'm out. So that's why that's why I always tell people it's just like, no, it's like. Look, if you just follow everyone randomly on Twitter, then yeah, your feed's going to be a disaster. But if you, but your feed is only made up of who you follow. If you only follow your friends, then there you go. Your friends are just going to retweet whatever. And then if you hate that, that's because you hate your friend because they're retweeting bullshit you don't want you're not interested in. You know, I do hate my friends. <laughs> Always posting the same shit over and over again. No. Um, social media is just it's a mess. It is well, but it's got its good points. It's not a complete. No, no, evil. it's it's got like the way I always tell people. It's like it's a tool. Yeah, it's like you can you can build something useful with it, or you can just be a dick and just destroy shit with it. But it's like it's not good or bad. I mean, it it's just based on how you use it. And I know a lot of the hard work is having to clean out just the amount of people you follow or accounts uh-huh. you follow because that's the best way to trim away stuff you don't want to see on your feet. It's just, but that's why people leave Facebook because they're like, they follow their aunt they're friends with their aunt, but their aunt posts QAnon conspiracy shit. And it's like, well, yeah, no wonder you don't want to use Facebook. Yeah, no, it's terrible. <laughs> I, I have had to silence a few people. I'm like, no. Nope, yeah, exactly. Um, that's where the unfollow comes I'm in. out. Yeah. You have to unfollow those people. And, but yeah, it, it can be taxing. It can be, it take a bit. Yeah. I've been, I've noticed that I haven't been on Facebook in, I, I usually check it like once a week now. Okay. See, I feel like I check it a lot, but I don't really use it. Yeah. So no, like when it was it down, I never noticed. I only keep it just because the friend will throw out, Hey, there's an invite for this. And it's like, you know, honestly, if there was a, just a so just create a new social media platform which just like, hey, here's where you can post all your parties and met and you know invite your friends, and then boom, 
That's it. That'll be the nail in Facebook's coffin. That's the only reason that people our age still use Facebook. Yeah. Because it's pretty much belongs to, you know, older boomers who just share conspiracy theories left and right. And ruined it. it. And, you know, WhatsApp is also the big thing that keeps Facebook going. But. Yeah, I I spend too much time on Reddit. So that's it. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Between that and YouTube. Oh, man. YouTube is dangerous. I've, I've just been watching too many videos on that. But. How was your weekend? This was a solid weekend. Uh, I had a birthday. Ah, oh, happy birthday. I got older. Uh. Um, I mean, and it's weird because like there's not a lot that you can really do in the world right now. And it's hard to round up friends and go, hey, well, let's all go to the bar because most people don't want to go to the bars right now. Yeah. Or some bars don't have enough space for all the people you're going to bring. Exactly. I mean, and it's all justifiable. I get it. So I took a very casual, relaxing day to myself. I took the day off. I rode my bike down to the beach, down to Venice. Then I hung out for a while. I read a book, laid out on the sand. I uh, rode my bike up to Santa Monica, hung out up there, got some dinner at the promenade. Um, eventually, I took the metro back a few more stops and rode my bike back home. Um, I rode like nine, ten miles. Nice. Yeah. I actually was feeling it the next day, too. <laughs> I was like, wow, I need to get out more often. Yeah, spoiler alert, that's going to get worse when you get older. <laughs> oh. No, but it was it was a good day. It was, uh, you know, Saturday and Sunday weren't anything crazy, but like Monday, just an extra day to myself. Didn't have to worry about work, nothing else. It was delightful. Um, yeah, it was a good day. How about you, man? What'd you get up to? Uh, well, my weekend was pretty relaxed. I, um, I got my mom a pair of like earbuds so she can listen to her YouTube videos and whatever stuff like that. She's big into this like, um, Spanish language reality show. Um, it's called, uh, La Casa de los Famosos. Okay. uh, directly translated, it's how the House of the Famous. House of the Famous, okay. Uh, it's pretty much like Celebrity Big Brother. So it's just like, yeah, you just put a bunch of famous people in a house and then they have little things. The surreal life. Or the surreal life. Well, I don't know. They, like, they do get eliminated. I felt like the surreal life, they mostly just kept them in and just no, the no, they followed it, them throughout the thing, right? Yeah, that was more, it was more real world, less road rules. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just the real world was them living in a house. Road rules was competitions and right, challenges. Right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's competitions. I don't know what the competition is or if it's just like straight up. I don't know. But yeah, she's caught up with it. And of course, there's like a 24-hour feed <laughs> so that creepy. you can watch from the website. And so she watches it because it's just like, oh, I want to see if they do stuff. But she she's getting wise to the fact that sometimes they don't show everything because they want to have some of those highlights for the actual like recap show or yeah. the elimination show or whatever. So when she's hoping they're going to do stuff like like do stuff. You mean like competitions or something? No, I mean like they're like hooking up in the bedroom. No, no, but there is controversy because, you know, one of them was married. One of the ladies was married and she was like 
kind of flirting with one of the guys there, and so and she got a bunch of shit for it. She's <laughs> like, ah, you know, like what are you doing to this in this show if you're married and blah blah blah. You know, That's same typical typical stuff in like those celebrity. Hey, uh, maybe it's an open marriage. I'm not gonna judge her. I was also thinking about how we say, "How was your weekend?" But when we record the show, it's almost a week after. And then it airs another week. So we're basically asking, how was your weekend two weeks ago? They don't need to know that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. But aside from my weekend, I also went, like, I took a day off on Tuesday. And I followed the advice of our art episode. And I went to the Academy Museum and the Peterson Automotive Museum. Oh, you looked at some real art. Okay. Wow. How dare you? How dare you? I'm support. I'm being supportive. Hey, hey. I took a pretty bitchin' photo of Levitated Mass, which is now on the wallpaper to my phone. Oh, was that the that was the rock? Yeah, the rock. It's, the, it's a rock. Yeah, yeah. The the boulder, the boulder that you. That's a nice boulder <laughs> that you have so much contempt for. But anyway, so um, I went to uh, the Academy Museum. Um, it's really nice in there. Yeah, that's on my to-do list for sure. They have a great, the great looking bar restaurant called Fanny's. (laughs) Fanny, apostrophe S, not. (laughs) Uh, They have a great gift shop. I went, I checked out the exhibits. It's pretty sparse right now. So that's why if you're going, it's more like a half day. Okay. Expect a half day. You're not going to spend your whole day there. It's, 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 I think pretty, I would almost prefer that. It's like an afternoon because you can see everything pretty quickly. Um, they do have a great collection of artifacts, uh, of just, I mean, props from different movies. They have a collection of, uh, Oscars that you can look at. And just the layout is just great. I did see the Miyazaki exhibit. Okay. But they were very clear, like, don't take photos here, please. Why not? Because it, it's it's the same kind of policy like when I went to the, the the Studio Ghibli Museum. It's like in Japan, it's very particular about just like, yeah, you don't want to don't take photos of any of our stuff or whatever. So a lot of places, a lot of museums have that thing. Not all, but a majority always have that policy of just like, please don't take photos of this or for whatever reason. It's usually like... I don't know, like copyright issues or I don't know. Maybe my idea is like maybe if they if you post photos, then it's like, what's the point of going to the museum if you already have the photo of the thing? So it's like it kind of just like I guess I don't know, maybe it reduces kind of just like I mean, I can see that, but see it, it. it's also like, you know, I saw the costumes in the TV show they were in, but it's also cool to see them in person. Oh, well, that's funny because we were talking in that art episode. It's like, who would want to see the canvas of, you know, the guy that took the $80,000 from the museum or however much money? It's wildly different. It's the same thing. There's nothing interesting about the canvas. You yourself is just like, why would I want to see it if I already know the story or if I already saw the photo of those canvases? It's wildly different. Ah, well, you know what? It's an empty canvas. Agree to disagree. I want to see... The mannequin that they put a costume on once. All right. Yeah, well, I don't Who know. Who cares about know. the mannequin? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm. You know what? Let the let the listener decide. 
is Tyler being a hypocrite or am I right? (laughs) Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. (laughs) That's not a fair question. Listener, call him out on that bullshit. Anyway, whatever. So send us emails. I'll nah, read it nah, out nah. live. About moving how on. We're moving Rudy's on. Wrong. We're moving on. So I'm not going. I'm not moving on. Rudy's wrong. <laughs> We're moving on. So we saw them. So I saw the Miyazaki Museum. It's beautiful. It's uh, a lot of great um, uh, animated uh, stills and also just rough drafts of their of like the different animated pages. Uh, they have like one of the desks where the animators like would use and just just a lot of great uh memorabilia replicas and just the layout is great so i i love the museum and but yeah it's a it's a pretty short visit and i would i headed to the gift shop really good really nice always to the gift shop always to the gift shop yeah yeah but um but yeah no the real standout was I went to a Thai, pl- no, a Vietnamese place called Saigon Pearl. Okay. I had a banh mi. And I was like, oh my God, it was so good. It was good? Yeah, it was good. And it's just a little bit north off of, uh, I mean, on Fairfax. On Fairfax, so, okay. So just a little bit north of Wilshire. Just like a block. So I remember Molly Malone's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just like a block over, or like a block north of there. Of that. All right. And it's like right there. And Solid banh mi? Yeah. Oh my God. It was delicious. It was delicious. I would have preferred it was a little spicier. Always. But no, but it did the trick. It did the trick. It's good. And then I went to the Peterson Automotive Museum where they had the collection of Bond vehicles because he didn't just ride, you know, his signature cars, but also like there was the motorcycle that uh, Pierce Brosnan used in Tomorrow Never Dies. Okay. Yeah. Uh, was it Tomorrow Never Dies or The World Was Not Enough? Well, anyway, it's They're the, it's the, the one he movie. rode with like Michelle Yeoh and uh, like when they were just doing that chasey where he's just like, you know, jumping through different like alleyways and warehouses and shit. Yeah, they're all the same movie. <laughs> I mean, sure, Bond is fun. I'm excited to see the next one. They're all the same movie. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but but yeah, the Peterson has you know a great collection of electric vehicles. They had a dis, uh, an exhibit on just like the the fall and rise of the electric car. Uh, you see, because, ah, you know, like talking about really, how uh, how much advanced technology we had way back in the day to make these cars and just mm-hmm. hit yeah, it away. It was crazy. Just thinking about the like, yeah, they freaking had this idea. Just like they're using the lead lead acid battery back in the day and then now it's you have um aside from tesla i think the two three more other um car companies like faraday futures and alpha or ampere i don't remember but yeah it was a great trip and i really enjoyed it i took a photo of a levitated mass uh i took some photos some of, <laughs> of urban light urban That's light fun. the and uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. So those are easy to do back to back one day. Yes, the Academy Museum is like right across the street from the Peterson. Okay. So and I decided to go on a Tuesday just because I didn't want to have to go on the weekend because you know weekends are jam packed and oh, all yeah. other stuff. And oh, two other things about the Academy Museum is the the top floor 
where you where you go through the Barbara Streisand Bridge to that like the top of that open globe thing, you get this great view of you know of the area there. And oh, you can really? See, yeah, you can see down to like LACMA. You can see up north to West Hollywood and all that stuff. It's a great great uh, vantage point. Great photo op. And also, oh, the Academy Museum has a, a a separate ticketed event called the Academy Experience, where you can go through the experience of winning an Oscar. Sweet. All right. So they just called out your name. You go run up and. Uh, I mean, I I imagine I didn't do it because it was like another. I want to say they charge like an extra fifteen or twenty. Twenty twenty five dollars, I think. So yeah, but I mean, yeah, I yeah, don't need to do that. Yeah, but I don't know. But I guess I don't know. It, it walks you through the experience of just like, hey, what's it like, you know, going through the award show, and I don't know, maybe you Little. might be able to hold an Oscar. I did hold an Oscar once. Yeah. Yes, I was at it was at Hollywood and Highland, uh, back there, back at the uh, Kodak Theater. Okay. Before yeah, yeah, yeah. it became the Dolby. Wait, is it the Dolby Theater now? Sure. Well, basically, yeah, the big theater remember. next to, or no, next to Hollywood and Highland, where um, where they have the they they had the ceremony in the before time. Okay. <laughs> so during uh, one of those Oscar weekends, they had a thing where you could actually go, and you can hold an Oscar, and then you just like they give you like you know the typical like twenty seconds where just like oh you know you can just like. Hold it up, take a photo, give a speech, blah, blah, blah. And then ah, just like that's one. So, yes, yeah, so I got to hold an Oscar and damn, those things are heavy. Really? Okay. You know, like every time they do, yeah, everyone says like, oh, it's such a cliche. Oh, this thing is so heavy. It's like, no, this thing's heavy. You can bash someone's head in with it. Ooh, death by Oscar. That is a classy way to go, I guess. I mean, it'd be like a Hollywood edition of Clue. <clears throat> it'd be fun. That's like Knives Out 3 right there. Yeah. That's, that's the plot of Knives it. Out 3. Yeah, that's where it actually becomes meta, and everybody turns on each other, like the actors. There you go. Um, I've never held an Oscar. I've held an Emmy, because uh, my last roommate had one. Just scattered around, just a bunch yeah, of all the other little, stuff. Put up a shelf, just had it hanging out there. That's the thing about the Emmy. I don't think they should have like a little, because I know they have those little spiky wings. Yes, you'd think they'd have like. Hey, here's your Emmy, and then also here's like two little foam plastic little things you can put on the top of the wings. So no, it, it nobody falls, would ever use that. You don't get impaled or stabbed with it. No, there, there should be like a better like delivery like box for displaying it. So it can be like, you know, behind some plexiglass or something. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, if I had an Emmy, I would never put little foam tips on it. I just think ahead because like, you know, how some people are like, I'm going to put my awards way up top. Yeah. And then just in like, earthquake country. In earthquake country. Spoiler alert for our episode, but yeah, we'll get to that. Um <laughs> but yeah, no, it just uh uh yeah, like they put them up there on the shelf and I'm just like like what if they fall down during an earthquake? And I'm just like, "Oh, well, you know, they're up there secured." Like they didn't secure it. There's no, no wire or nothing holding them down. They're just like, "Oh, you know, we're just putting them up there and just they're back against the wall." So it's not going to how distraught would you be if it fell and like broke, like a mm. wing just snaps off? Yeah. Well, let's see. I would. Th- mm. Would it break or would it bend? Like would it dent it? Like the wing will dent. Yeah. Either way, just either having way. something damaged. Yeah. 
I'm, do they have like some service on call where it's just like, hey, my award is dented. Can you send a guy to just like, you know, twist it back? Probably not twist it back. You could probably like, like just return it and buy a new one. Cause yeah, I, I think you still have one. to pay for them. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> some trophy shop that's just like, yeah. Yeah. Because you know. I, th- I think my roommate, even though he w- won it, I think he still had to pay for like the actual statue. Really? Well, it was because of how he won it. Um, he was part of a team. Uh, so it was like a lot of them all won these. Uh, and then if you wanted to actually have the statue beyond just the bragging rights of having won one, then I think he had to actually pay for it. How much did it cost? That I don't remember. I want to say it was a couple hundred. Yeah, I would think. I would think a couple hundred. You wouldn't. Yeah. Those things aren't just like, nope, we're just going to give you like 75 bucks. I mean, shit, if I won, I would definitely pay for it. I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's it's an Emmy or an Oscar. That's some bragging rights. It's huge in Hollywood. Oh, man. How did we get on this tangent? Oh, yeah. We were just the Academy Museum. So, yeah. uh, If you guys want to check that out, first off, buy tickets ahead of time. And make sure to show your uh, or proof of vaccination or proof of a negative COVID test. Yeah, they just, yeah, when I walked up, they were just like, they had tables on both sides of the entrance. The entrance is in the back. And then you have to show your proof first. And then you have to show your ticket when you get in there. I support it. I support showing off the, the vax card. I support everybody getting vaccinated. Just in case, you know, because I know we were very subtle about this in the last 10 episodes. Just like, yeah, get vaccinated. Get the damn vaccine. <laughs> we were just very subtle. I know, I know. It was kind of lost in translation because it was just like through metaphor and just like we just lightly suggested it. But like, no, that's that's what we're about. <laughs> I can't round up all my friends and go to bars if we're worried that another variant is going to come out. Yeah. And, um, oh, speaking of all the uh, uh, museums that we, all the museum talk we had, mm-hmm. uh, I do have a follow-up for one of the other exhibits we mentioned. Ooh. Uh, I, I think you remember I brought up the Banksy exhibit in Culver City? Yes, yes, yes. So, I saw this a few days ago in the news. Unauthorized Banksy exhibit in Culver City remains closed amid questions from ticket holders and delays. Ooh, unauthorized. Yeah, so... So we just um, put up Banksy's name on a thing, sold a bunch of, like, scam tickets? Yeah, it looks... Yeah, something something's up because apparently some people are just like, yeah, you know, I bought tickets and everyone says like, oh, it's closed. Like, it's still not open yet and no one's kind of just... uh, Yeah, no one's offered any answers. The exhibit itself does exist just off the Jefferson Boulevard and just off of Jefferson Boulevard in Culver City. From the outside, it does appear they are ready to welcome people in. Inside are replicas of Banksy's work. The event gave ABC7 access to the exhibit ahead of its opening. As the days passed from its scheduled opening and doors remained closed, complaints grew online, accusing Fever, the company behind it, of taking customers' money, not satisf- not notifying cancellations within a reasonable timeline, and not clearly communicating when it plans to reopen or how customers can get refunds. That's some sketchy business. Oh, speaking of sketchy, Culver City's assistant city manager told ABC7 the company doesn't have an approved permit. (laughs) It didn't request one until October 1st, and it typically takes two to four weeks. (laughs) 
Oh my god. I kinda wanna go check this out like this weekend. Just go drive by, see what it looks like. Yeah. No, I did drive by it when I was driving back from the exhibits. You know, my day out after after going through the Academy and the Peterson. I drove back and it was kind of funny because I was just reminded, oh yeah, there's traffic because people are out and about. <laughs> yeah, so, it, the world is weirdly coming back to reality, but still a lot of things aren't open. It's weird. But traffic's here. Well, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. Yeah, I think it's mostly because like our sense of what's open and closed is kind of just warped because we work from home a lot. This is very true. So that's why it's just like, oh, yeah, there's kids going to school, but also, you know, buses, you know, everyone's wearing masks, but also don't pile up and everyone's spaced out. And uh, the, yeah, so it's, it's a lot of stuff, even though people are back, kind of, yes, but, you know, not a lot of big offices, although some of them are, I don't know. Because I know, like big big companies yeah. still don't have all their people back in the offices, but some companies have people in the office. It's but true. also, I mean, it's not a lot of people because not everyone's vaccinated yet, and there everyone has to be evenly spaced out because there's still the Delta variant. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, <laughs> I know most uh, studios aren't going back into business until after the holidays. Not yeah. business, but into the office. <clears throat> well, some of them might not be coming back if uh, the if this, the uh, strike if the strike goes through. Uh, while we're recording this, the signal, the saber rattling is real. Uh, this I think Ayatsi. Speaking of Twitter, Ayatsi took to Twitter to make clear why they're you know if there is a strike, they're not doing it because they want to. They're doing it because they have to to protect their employees, and also if the producers want to fight we want to remind them that they poked the wrong bear i'm just like whoa and if anybody out there is worried about like oh unions have too much power what about all the people that are in the union that don't want to strike they had overwhelming turnout and overwhelmingly voted for the strike yeah and i I mean like in the 90 percent yeah, they didn't want to get jerked around with working shitty hours and not getting more money for all the work they're putting in. Yeah, next week is going to be very interesting around here. Well, we'll see. We'll see if uh, if they can't come to the table by Monday, then there's no more. I don't know. Does it affect everything? Yeah. Or I mean, it's, TV, it's like movies, all productions. TV shows, mm-hmm. talk shows. Oh, shit. Damn, that does affect everything. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Ayasi is the union out here. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, they cover pretty much everything. But if they do strike, we'll still be here producing content, maybe riding the wave of people who are starved for (laughs) something. (laughs) We'll be here. It'll be our time to shine. Yeah, it'll be our time to lightly scab at the lack of (laughs) pop culture. Just cranking out mediocre content. Yes. That is, yes, that's what you're getting here. Mediocre content. We aim to please <laughs> a little bit. Oh, man. But yeah, no, so yeah, the traffic... So yeah, I drove by the uh, the Banksy thing. It's off of... Um, it's off of Jefferson. Um, wait. Yeah, it is Jefferson. Yeah, because it branches off. It's Jefferson and then that's uh, Sepulveda Boulevard. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so if you go up that way, it's those little, like, office buildings on the side, across the street from those townhouses that are kind of, like, gated off, like, right before you hit the Culver City stairs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's where it is. And you can see the sign that says Banksy right there. So, like, oh, shit. Because, like, as soon as I saw, as I saw Banksy, I remembered the, the article we were talking. Oh, sweet. Um, I assume you didn't try to drive by the uh, bike wall? <laughs> no, that's way up at 4th and Vermont, I think. No, it isn't. It is gone. What? It came down. Well, look who followed up on a story. Congratulations. <laughs> I didn't want to, but Reddit told me about it. <laughs> oh, okay, good, good. So I, I figured you saw it on like our Los, Reddit Los Angeles. Yeah. I was Los on Los Angeles subreddit? Yes. And uh, somebody had also posted a little video of the guy who put it on, uh, Muhammad something. Uh <laughs> oh, oh, is he a secret millionaire? He's got really nice sunglasses, nah, fairly well dressed for a dude nah, just chilling. Nah, 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 nah. Um, <laughs> You're still holding on to this conspiracy theory. Absolutely. He's just a homeless dude. He's just homeless. He probably stole those sunglasses from, from a table. On, you know, he stole Starbucks. the bikes. Well, which was def- funny because they asked him, like, like how big it was going to go. And he's like, oh, I'm going to go up this high, et cetera. But, you know, people keep going by and stealing the bikes. You know, we taking them back home, <laughs> taking them back. You mean reclaiming their bikes? <laughs> it's like someone who watched that news story is like, that's my fucking bike. What the fuck? So that thing has come down. Um, uh, rip bike wall. And nothing of value was lost. <laughs> well, I mean, unless someone, some poor schmuck who didn't reclaim his bike. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But- yeah like it's a fun curiosity. Like, okay, cool. We got a bike wall. Yeah it's, um, yeah, it's one of those things where just like, oh, you just find it, you know, just out and about and just like, oh, this is kind of interesting. It's, you know, I mean, it breaks the monotony of just constantly seeing the same old things yeah. every every street you go down. It's like when you see really interesting graffiti, not just like a fucking tag that nobody cares about. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, sometimes people actually put up artwork on side of walls or even if it's something ugly and stupid, it's something different. Not just a gray wall. Or sometimes you just round the corner and all of a sudden there's a mural where you didn't expect a mural to be. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's it's just a great surprise. I think that's that's what we all like about kind of just like seeing art on the outside. Like, you know, those big telecommunication boxes that like are in like street corners and just someone's painted it with like, you know, a little nature motif or something like that. Or just, yeah. A lot of times they're not even very well painted, but I still love them. Yeah. Hell, they could just be gray boxes and then someone posts one of those like Shepherd Fairy style, you know, art like. Yeah, Obey. Yeah, like those big parchment poster things just on it. And, I mean, yeah. when I saw one and I saw the crow, <laughs> the Brandon Lee crow <laughs> painted on it, I'm like, this is awesome. Wow, man. Like that. Hell is, yeah. That is clearly a Gen Xer. I got two older brothers, so I kind of cro- I blur the line a little. Yeah, the crow. Oh, man. Rip Brandon Lee. Right. Like, man, um, can you imagine? Also, you know, just in my neighborhood, went down the street to go get food, and on my way back, suddenly, Bernie Sanders painted, like, just painted up on the wall. It was <laughs> Bernie with his uh, mittens sitting in the chair. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Painted up 10 feet tall on a wall all of a sudden. Uh, speaking of Bernie, um, I, again, the Academy Museum right in that intersection on the, across the street. From that, on the opposite corner of the Peterson is the diner 
that usually gets rented out for a lot of like you know TV productions, but also like the owner had like a big Bernie rally back in 2016, and uh, yeah, I remember all of that. Yeah, yeah, and there all that Bernie stuff still up there, and some other new stuff, you know, just fighting, you know, for like Black Lives Matter and all that other stuff. So, so California's yeah. still holding out hope for the Vermont senator. I mean, I think Bernie, the his last big hope is if he gets this budget thing for you know Biden passed. Yeah, but I don't know. I, mean, I don't see him running for president again. Yeah, no, like, no. He's not going to run for president again. I mean, but I don't know. Who knows? I mean, shoot. Like, however weird this damn couple of years are going to be. Everything's going to be weird. Oh, man. Uh, did you have another story or was yeah. that your story? Um, you know, I got something else that I got off Reddit that I thought it was interesting. Because oh, okay. uh, you were asking me about my experience as someone who didn't grow up in Los Angeles Mm -hmm. and my experience coming down here. So somebody had posted on Reddit asking, what are some rites of passages of growing up in LA? Oh, all right. Right. So, you know, some of them people were like, Oh, uh, grad night at Disneyland. Oh, I love that. I did. Yeah. I, same, except I spent half of it trying to find where, where my friends went. And I was like, dude, you for for like a good hour, I was just running around up and down the park and just like, <laughs> where did my friends go? And I'm like, dude, why are you just not riding any of the rides? Yeah. And so I was like, oh, OK, so then I got on like, um, what was it? Um, that Star Wars one, the the that little sled thing that you that goes through around like Tomorrowland and shit. galaxy star some i wanted to say it had like a sled name to it or something i don't know i don't remember (laughs) it's been a while but yeah but it was that thing we're just like i'm looking for my friends and then it's like an hour and a half past like why am i not riding any of the rides yeah because once you lose your friends at disney it's kind of hard to find them yeah so i was just like i need to get on a ride and just stop you know (laughs) doing all that but yeah no that grad night at disneyland that was that that was a great that great night. The number one uh, comment on here was uh, making a diorama of a mission. Oh, uh, yes. The California missions. That that was one of the big things. Yeah. Like everyone remembers taking, you know, uh, like a semester just learning about California history. And it's always yeah. the missions and father, you know, father Sarah, who now is basically canceled. Really? What, what's his story? The missions, okay. yeah, the whole like you know, yeah, he's he. It was part of the Spanish conquest. Of I the didn't Native know if there peoples. was something specific with him, in particular. Yeah, no, it's just the whole like yeah, he used the natives as like labor to build the freaking missions and shit. Yeah, so yeah, so it's that's why it's just like yeah, he, he's just part of the whole conquest of you know California and all that stuff. It's always about conquest. Yeah, we didn't <laughs> do that up north, but we did the Gold Country trip, so that was all about. Cold country. Oh, so it's just, it's just, uh, I'm minor, 49er, blah, 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 yep. blah, blah, Going through Sacramento, just doing a little mining, a little sifting. And like, yeah, just like, oh, we found gold. This is why we're the golden state. And then end of crappy show, educational show for the kids. Yep. That's, <laughs> I was fourth grade in a nutshell. Um, also, uh, a field trip to the science center at Expo Park. 
Yes, the Science Center, which uh, I think you went recently when we, we went to see the Endeavor, I think, the shuttle. Did yes, you yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that, really cool. I really liked that. I've been yeah, there that's two or three times now. Yeah, that's the, that's the big draw of the Science Center is just seeing the shuttle. And um, yeah, like I wait, we talked about it in an earlier podcast where we just like, yeah, when the shuttle was being pulled all across the city. It was way similar more interesting. To, similar to Levitated Mass, except... More interesting. Oh. And with a better result. Everyone was still chasing the boulder, same as they were chasing the space shuttle. Yeah, but when they got out to see the boulder, they were all disappointed. They're like, oh, oh, oh it's just a boulder. Oh, boo. You can see the boulder <laughs> for free, all right? So exactly. There. I can see a boulder anywhere for free. Well, you can see it at LACMA for free. Um. So here's another one that's definitely <laughs> going to be more unique to SoCal. Uh Having recess canceled due to smog. Ooh. Did you ever have that? Um, Smog days? Well, that's the thing. Growing up in LA, yeah, I do remember the smog because, well, because for us, for me in particular, it was kind of like the tail end of it because, you know, I started going to school around like the late 80s, early 90s, and that around the 90s is when the Clean Air Act passed. Okay. And because I remember growing up, you know, you could only see but so far. Sure. Like, because of just the bad air quality. Yeah, so I hear like, stories all the time about, oh, you, sometimes on good days you can see the Hollywood sign. And I'm always like, I can always yeah, see the Hollywood that's, sign. And that, yeah, that's ex- that's exactly the point. Because I remember watching, um, I think it was a Michael Moore documentary. Where Probably. he was talking about, and they were talking about just like, yeah, you can't really see like the sign or the mountains. Yeah. That's... And I remember not being able to see that as a kid. Wow. But if you ask me now, it's like, yeah, I can see the mountains. But cool. I remember a time when you couldn't do that. That's I remember, wild. Like, I remember, like, yeah, just a few short years ago, where just like we, dr- where I would drive to work again, like you said in the previous episode, where just like you'd go up La Brea. Yeah. And then you'd be able to see the Hollywood sign. So cool. You couldn't do that. If, like, so weird like before i can i can see the hollywood sign from yeah it's la brea like right before like when you're getting to inglewood which is near uh um kenneth hahn like the the park oh, yeah, yeah. so that's that, a good park yeah so that hilltop when you go down going north on la brea you wouldn't be able to see the mountains or anything because it was small you take that drive now now you can see the mountain. Now you can see the Hollywood sign from there. You God, couldn't yeah. do that when I was a kid. I would not have wanted to live here back then if that's yeah, how no, bad it was. Yeah, no, I am worried insane. about that because <laughs> that's the thing. It's like growing up in that air thing. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's not that great. The air quality wasn't that great. But I, I'm trying to rationalize that maybe because I lived in Inglewood, which is closer to the coast. You know, you probably yeah, get yeah. better air quality because it's coming from the ocean. But, you know, who knows? I mean, you're still in pollution, you know, when you're driving around. It's true. I mean, it it just kind of <clears throat> settles around Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the air quality now is a lot better than it way was better. back then. Mostly because, you know, just, the just again, the Clean Air Act passed. Most of the older cars are off the roads now. More just a stricter, you know, policy to keep, to check all the cars to make sure that they made a certain amount of exhaust or else they have to get fixed mm-hmm. but yeah no that uh, that really did bring him back a lot of memories 
Uh, so this next one's kind of funny. I'm going to read the second comment too. Um, it's not going to relate to you, but I think you'll laugh. Uh, being dragged by your mom to Santee Alley and the toy district, especially when it was time to start getting Christmas gifts. Yes, yes, yes. Comment number two. If you're not shopping for your prom dress at Santee Alley, where are you even from? Yes, yes. So Santee Alley, for those who aren't familiar. Oh, is I'm quite familiar. The, is, well, I mean, I know why you're familiar because it's in the garment districts. It's in the fashion district of Los Angeles. All the fabrics. So yeah, so it's, yeah, that's where you go. You get all your big bolts and uh, whatever fabric you need and just, you know, where, you know, wholesalers like me to make their dresses or stuff like that. You know, if you need to shop for quinceanera, <laughs> like if you want a good dress, but you don't want to pay, you know, overhead of all the whatever fashion house that, you know, you're trying to get it at. Like, that's where you go because they'll make it a cost plus a little more. Yeah, it's it's a very cheap place. Awesome. Um, I definitely went down there, got several yards of like purple velvet fabric so I can make my Willy Wonka costume jacket. <laughs> <laughs> which was fun. Um, and you walk around, you see all the different suits and dresses that are for sale. Yeah, that's a cool spot. Yeah, no. And, and I remember it growing up because, again, like, yeah, the whole being dragged by your parents. It's like it's <laughs> it's it wasn't fun because it was just a lot of like standing around. It's hot again. The horrible yes. smog everywhere. And then, but eventually, you know, you, you might catch a break and it's just like, Hey, you know, I'll buy you a little something. So you either get like a little toy or I remember one time my parents bought me a cheap radio that looked pretty cool. It was like this orange, ne- neon orange little radio, like one of those handheld radios. Okay. And I'm just like, Oh shit, this is kind of cool. And just, so yeah. So that, that's where kind of some of the fun stuff. And then, you know, there's also great places to eat. Lots of just, Oh yeah. There's lots of food over there too. Um, little knickknacks shops and different things. It's a cool spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, this next one, maybe you can explain it. I don't know what this is. Okay. Um, it's just two words and I'm guessing Spanish. <laughs> so I'm going to try Spanish. Okay. Okay. Let me brace myself. Hold on. All right. Go. Fallas Paredes. Oh, fallas, fallas paredes. Mm, uh, that is the clothing store that I think is in downtown. I think it's still in downtown right now. Is it a uniform place? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can buy kids' uniforms, but yeah, they also sell a bunch of uh, clothing and stuff like that. But it's just you know, it's kind of like the essentials, plus like maybe one or two nice things. But yeah, that's where you go, where you just like this is what you need, like. I need, you know, regular navy blue pants. And just like, all right, done. It's like, say less. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, but yeah, one of the, one of the older kind of just like clothing places down downtown would be like Victor Clothing, which they had a mural. I think it still might be in one of those old buildings. There's a mural of, um, damn, the actor from, um, what was it? Zorba the Greek. It was uh, Anthony. Shit, I'm from which movie? Zorba the Greek. I've never heard of that one. Like I, I remember. Like I only remember it because um, they were talking about the actor. Or maybe I was thinking of a different movie. Hold on. Uh, no, no, no. I was thinking of it. It was Anthony Quinn. Okay. So it's a big mural on the side of a building of a tall, like maybe seven, nine story building. 
and it's Anthony Quinn kind of just like dancing like this, like you know, with a fancy suit, and it said Victor clothing on it. So I, was just I like, love it, ah, you know, because he was, you know, he was supporting, you know, he's a Latino supporting Latino businesses, so that's why. You gotta respect that. Yeah, you gotta give back. Uh, I'm just gonna do a couple more, and then we can move on. Um, your high school having a surf team? No. I mean, it is Inglewood, so like eh, <laughs> a little, you know. little too far inland. I mean, maybe, maybe if it was like you know, early, late boomer, early Gen Xer, maybe, but maybe, okay. I, yeah, but not. You or maybe know. if you were closer to the water, like El Segundo or Redondo. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. If you're closer to the beach, yeah, you probably had a surf team or a water polo. You know, again. Yeah, anything water related. That's all foreign to me. Like. We didn't have a pool or anything in my yeah, high school. Exactly. Um, Philippe's French Dip. Oh yeah, downtown Philippe's. Uh, Philippe's is better than Coles. There I said it. And I remember because we went to Coles like right at the edge, right before lockdown. Yes. And I was like, as I had Coles, it was good. Don't get me wrong, it's good, but Philippe's was better. All I'm going to say is that I, I love arguing with you, but I also agree on this one. Philippe's better. It was, <laughs> a, good, it was a good sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, look, Coles is a nice sandwich, but Philippe's is better. Um, did you ever go to Astro Camp? Does that mean anything to you? No, I don't remember Astro Camp. No, uh, that must be a before my time or probably not in my area. Not not available in my area. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the last one that made me laugh because uh, from Northern California, I can relate to this very much. So uh, feeling an earthquake and just kind of shrugging it off. Uh, yes, yes. That's perfect because it leads to our topic. I was thinking ahead. Uh, well done. Well done. Damn. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I've shrugged off many earthquakes. Yeah, yeah. Our topic is... The earthquakes in general, but the big ones specifically. But the yeah, let's, dreaded big one. It's the earthquake your girlfriend tells you not to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one that's going to break Los Angeles off so we can become an island in the water. Someone's been watching that yeah, escape to LA. I've been hearing about this damn earthquake for my entire life. I mean, we, would, we went to like an earthquake museum. Growing up, talking about earthquakes and the science behind them, the seismology. And it was always this weird thing where it was like, we cannot predict them. We know a big one is coming. <laughs> okay, well, if you can't predict it, how do you know the big one's coming? What, what do you even say? What is happening? One of, one of my earliest memories was I was in elementary school and they had like a truck, like a big giant truck with like the back end. Looks like the typical like schoolhouse, like it was red with the like roof and the little like okay, little, like a bell tower with like a for the bell, and then like you go inside and it's just like oh here's the classroom, and then like all right everybody, that's like everyone just pretend like it's a normal day, and then like the hydraulics would kick in where it just like <laughs> that's awesome and shakes everything like ah oh, it's an earthquake, what do you, you got a cover duck cover and hole blah blah blah, and you know just like all the stuff falls down from off. From up top, yeah. and it's just like, oh, this is why you have to learn your lesson. It's just like, make sure there's nothing heavy up top because it'll fall down in an earthquake. It might hit you in the head, and then you're, well, just, just was, of, is you're done. Yeah, just a bunch of parents like throwing shit at you. See, cover your neck. Get under the desk. Exactly. The great Wu Tang lesson is like, protect your neck. Protect your neck. It is kind of wild. We we grew up with you know. 
duck and cover drills in case of uh, earthquakes, and that makes sense to me. But we never had to deal with, you know, active shooter drills. Man, that's such that's a bummer. So, wild. <laughs> so we're going to stick with the the earthquake conversation. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, I mean, it's a natural disaster and it's completely unpredictable. Oh, my so God. So it is good to be prepared. And I respect it. I was like, yeah. I don't oh, think my man. desk was going to save me if the entire roof collapses. But, yeah, of small debris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just thinking about that. Kind of just like the whole comparing it to after, active shooters and stuff like that. Like... Ah oh, man, it's like, I know it's a bit much. It's it's kind of funny. Like I'd want to make that joke. It's like we're gonna find a way to you know handle solve earthquakes before we you know we're willing to let go of our guns. Uh, we don't have a constitutional right to earthquakes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Enough of the the politics segment of our little of our topic. <laughs> but no, um. Uh, we just, yeah, yeah, growing up and it's funny that you mentioned, uh, like the whole duck cover hole thing because in the before time when, you know, we, when I worked at, when we were working at an office in NBC, uh, and I was the floor warden, I also kind of just went through like CERT training. CERT is community emergency response training or community emergency response team training. Um, so yeah, so, it was, so every year around this, around, uh, November, I think is the great California shakeout. And I know yesterday was the international like shakeout, which is basically just a reminder, just like, Hey, you know, earthquakes are going to happen. So be prepared. Here's your little reminder and all that stuff. So sometimes funny. I didn't know that was yesterday at all. I've yeah. completely shrugged off the I, entire concept of earthquakes. I only brought it up. Because while I was doing research or just like reminder, just like, hey, what's important stuff? And like, yeah, they said like, yeah, the the, the international one was yesterday and then the um, the California one is in November. And I was like, fuck it. We're just going to talk about earthquakes just because I I need a topic and uh, I'm trying to push back on doing the mixology until like we have a steady date where we can have like a bigger topic. Anyway. That's fair. I mean, we can do... Halloween later, we got other topics, but some of them are like time related. We'll get to them when we get to them. Yeah, yeah. So, so where was I going with this? Oh yeah. So, um, part of the time is like as like the floor warden and all this stuff. We're just like, hey, we need to get people to know about the shakeout so they can practice. So it's weird going through your, you know, through the office floor while people are working and said, hey, I know you're doing something important, but do you know what to do during an earthquake? Just Pop like, quiz, hot shot. And I just like, like I was expecting people to be like, uh, "Can you fuck off while I'm doing this thing that needs to get done?" And I'm just I like, "I have deadlines." Yeah, I have deadlines. So how about just fuck off? And then I, <laughs> I just want one person to be like, "Dude, we're fucking live. Piss off." Right, right. But no, but so far everyone was pretty amenable. Oh, that's good. Which, which is like, oh, that's great. And it's like, oh, okay. So it's like, so if an earthquake strikes, what do you do? And they're just like. Uh, stop, drop, and roll. It's like, no, that's if you're on fire. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's not. It wasn't just wrong. the one person who's who gave me that answer. It was like a good twelve people gave me that. Because I, mean, I guess they they were put on the spot. And it's just like, what's the three words that everyone says? Reduce, <laughs> reuse, like, recycle. Yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, stop, drop, and roll. They're like, no, no, no. That's if you're on fire. Don't do that if there's broken glass around. You don't want to roll around on that shit. <laughs> that should be in the PSA. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, like, no, no. It's like it's like duck cover hold. So just the fact that you said it right, just like, yeah. oh, just reminding me, just like, yeah. Remember. Get, yeah, get down, get underneath the desk, protect your neck. And, you know, it's just something to cover yourself from any falling debris. Yeah. Um, if you can, get the fuck out of the building that you're in. Well, 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing. Depending. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, the building that you're in is going to be fine. It's going to survive. All right? Because a lot of people will have that fear. They're like, oh, the building's going to collapse. We got to get out of here. Like, no, no, no. You don't want to run outside because the thing that kills you in earthquakes is shit falling and hitting you, not the building collapsing. Mm, that's, so that's why yeah. when you run outside, guess what? You might have buildings where they're just like shit like in the windows or the window itself could actually shake off the fucking building and yeah. actually fall and shatter. As well, like I when I think of earthquakes, I think of the, the building that we used to work in, which was like 35 stories tall. Yep. And we were on what, 29? Yep. We were high. Yep. Uh, and unrelated to earthquakes, there was a time when one of those windows popped out. Yes. And yeah, it would be terrifying to like save your ass and save your life and get out of the building and then get crushed by one of those panes of glass. Oh, that's, that's, that's cute. You think crushed is the worst part. How about if it falls straight and then it just slices that person in half? Like a blade cutting through a tomato. Just. I've seen that horror movie. (laughs) Man. I got to rewatch Final Destination. That was a fun one. But yeah, no, yeah, or worse, just like, yeah, it'll shatter and then the pieces will just keep going downward and just yeah. cut you to ribbons. Just raining glass. This is a great horror pa- podcast we're on. It's Halloween. Ooh, <laughs> spooky. Spooky, all the ways you can die in an earthquake that aren't a building collapsing on top of you. Just just get that in your head, all right? Building is, you're more than likely not, the building you're in is not going to collapse. And that's probably extra true here in Los Angeles because so many of these buildings are retrofitted to sustain this. And a lot of these bigger ones are on rollers. Yeah. Um, and and speaking of the building we were talking about, our old work building, that one actually was built into the foundation. So it like if it shakes, it's going to shake with the earth. So yeah. it's, got, it's like it's not going anywhere. It's in there. I was so I, like. I was scared of having an earthquake in that one. And like, I'm not scared of earthquakes, but like, to be 29 floors up is kind of a... Woo. You're just going to be swaying. It's just going to be swaying. You know, kind of like, you know, when you like do that little trick with the pencil where it just like, oh, you make it look like it's rubber. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to look... It's like that. Because things that don't bend break. <laughs> all right. All right, Bruce Lee. <laughs> but yeah, no. So... A lot of the safety stuff involved making sure there's not something above you that could fall down and brain you. Yeah, that's the most immediate concern. Yeah. Number two is if you're near a door, you got to be careful because if that thing's open, that thing's going to start swinging and it'll just smack you upside the head. And then again, you're going to be Which is fucked. interesting because there's always somebody trying to say the safest place was to be inside the door frame because like that was supposed to be the most 
sturdy part of the building or the room. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a door is going to be swinging back and forth. Yeah, you better be careful. During a big one. <laughs> yeah, it's like, especially if it's a big one. And they just that thing's just going to freaking swing and doesn't care what's in its way. And more importantly, the windows. You got to get away from that shit because yeah. in an earthquake, that shit's going to shatter. It's going to break and then pieces are going to start flying everywhere. So that's why I get as far away from the windows, especially those <laughs> now that you see those office buildings where just like the whole wall is a wi- is just glass. It's just a window. Jesus, man. Hell no. Get to the <laughs> inner part of the building. And so hopefully you don't have any chandeliers. Yeah. And so that's why uh, some of the. Uh, earthquake training that we went through is just like, yeah, if you're in bed when there's an earthquake happening, you're pretty much in the best place. You don't have to go under the bed. Some people are like, oh, you have to go under the bed. Mm. If there's nothing above your bed, you're fine. Just stay in your bed. Just stay in your bed. But if you put up a shelf and you've got your Oscars and Emmys up there. Yeah, yeah. You might want to get under the bed (laughs) because that shit's going to fall down. And you know, it's funny, uh, the last earthquake I felt was actually when my parents were down, which was just like three weeks ago. <clears throat> oh, yeah, it was the, uh, damn, what was it? I'm trying to remember. The The epicenter was... It wasn't that far. Yeah, it wasn't far. I it was think a little it was, south of us, I think. Um, yeah. I think it was like a four point something. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I remember because uh, I messaged, uh, I texted my sister and because she's like in... Like she's further inland, and she was like, "I didn't feel it." So I was just like, "Ah, okay, that makes sense." Because yeah. it's just like, yeah, you, you know, you got like way more distance, like freaking downtown and all that other stuff is like in between you and the earthquake. So like, yeah, it really is like that. You find that epicenter, and then the further away you get, it really just diminishes greatly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got to be a big one to be able to feel it. There was one that uh, felt here, and my brother in Vegas felt it. Because it was like right there in the middle and it was huge. Yeah. That that was several, a few years back, but that was. Right, right. Was it around the same time as Ridgecrest? The Ridgecrest, mm-hmm. the Ridgecrest quakes? No, no, I don't think it was that far back. Yeah, no, was, I, no, I think, yeah. Ridgecrest, I think happened like the year before lockdown. Maybe that was it. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, I remember because uh, uh, one of our friends, she had family there, and they're just like, yeah, yes. like it was just like earthquakes, just every damn day and night, and they're just like, oh shit, this is gonna be, it's the sign of the big one. It's like because there's so many like happening at the same time. Yeah, everybody thinks they're finding signs of the big one. Yeah. Again, we cannot predict these. Yeah, and also they noticed that the 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 strength of those little earthquakes. Didn't build up. They kept going down. Yes. So that's why like, oh, okay, then it's fine. Because if they kept going up, then it's like, oh, okay, then we need to worry. Yeah, just just aftershocks. There was a lot of aftershocks, but they're just aftershocks. Yeah. Uh, There were some great uh, videos that came out of it. Just people's pools, (laughs) water sloshing around. (laughs) Oh, it was nuts. Just like someone just like sliding a bowl of soup across the table. It was ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, man, I still remember one of the funny, just the funny stories that, you know, that happened when, you know, an earthquake just happens. So uh, this was back when I was working in Santa Monica at the library. I took a break. I took my lunch break. So I was just like, all right, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to eat and then I'm going to go back. So I go to the break room and then I get my sandwich and start eating. 
I'm sitting in the in the couch just in the general area and then I feel the earthquake. It's just like it's swaying. That's just like a, a like a like a like a jostling. Yeah. yeah but yeah. like but like softly. Like someone's like kind of just like like rocking you back and forth. But like, you know, it, it takes a moment to yeah. recognize those because they're they start so gently. So then I was so my thinking exactly was like, oh, shit, it's an earthquake. And then I'm still sitting there <laughs> <laughs> and there's like, oh, it, it's not stopping. And I was like, but I'm still sitting on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, should I should I not be sitting on the couch? And then I was like, oh, maybe. You know what? There's a doorway because, like, there's a doorway to this like little quiet room where you like if yeah, you need yeah, to like yeah. you know take a phone call or lie down or something. So I was like, maybe I should stand there. So so I'm holding my sandwich. I get up. It's still the earthquake. I'm walking toward the doorway. <laughs> I stand in the doorway. I take a bite of my sandwich. <laughs> it's still shaking. It's still like it's still rocking. And then like while I'm chewing and like okay, it stops. Like, so I, I, I wait a minute and like, all right. So I go back there, <laughs> go back to the couch and just finish my sandwich. <laughs> when we have the big one, we're so fucked because none of us respect earthquakes. Well, we don't respect anything below a five. Yeah. And the thing is, like, which talk about a line you can say about an earthquake, but you can't say about a woman. <laughs> I'm not supposed to say it's that. Like, yeah, yeah. It's something you could. <laughs> that's like that's like a who, whose line is it anyway kind of setup. This is that's like a good it's, one. it's like what's something you could say about an earthquake that you can't say about a woman? I don't respect anything less than a five. <laughs> um, but it, so living here, we have felt many earthquakes, but they're so small, and nothing happens. It's it's like it's a little shake. It's fine. And they're usually short, you know, 10, 20 seconds. Yeah. So when you do have one like you were talking about that just kind of keeps going, you start to go, oh, shit, I'm, I, I, I should do something, right? Like, But you never get panicked because you just know, based on your life experience, it's going to be over in a moment. Nothing's coming off the walls. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, there is something to be said that, like, the different ground types. Because, like... Yeah. You know, like you're closer to the beach, so it's probably like there's more sand or it's more like it's softer. So that's probably why, like for for me at that moment, it felt like I was just being just rocked back and forth. Like, yeah. You know, just like jostled. But if you're kind of in a place where just like it's more mountainous, I guess, or something or just like stronger or like as or the, the foundation is brittle, I guess, you get shaken up a lot harder. It's true. Because, I mean, for the listeners, there's really, like, two main feelings. You either have, like, the soft rocking one, and it just feels like you're on a boat. Like, you have, like, like waves. And then there's the the jolt, which oh, it yeah. feels like a big truck ran into the side of the building. Talk about a jolt. I think I remember one time when, uh, yeah, like, I was just sitting in my room, and you you heard, a like, a big... And then, like, the the building shaking. I was like, holy shit, did a car crash into the building? And I was like, oh, no, that was an earthquake. It's so weird how everybody has the same feeling. Like, it feels like a car hit the side of the building. 
And I don't know why that's so accurate, but like that's so accurate to that yeah, feeling. Because you feel like, oh, it's like, because it, it, like the ground got short. punched. It was short. But because if it kept going, then you know it's like, oh shit, it's an earthquake. But yeah. It was short enough where it's just like, okay, this, something hit the building. Yeah. There, there have been some where it's like, it hits, and then there's a brief like second pause, and then it kind of builds again. Where it's like, boom. <laughs> and like, oh, oh shit this is, this is an earthquake what the fuck um, that also sounds like the fun. sound you make when you're motorboating <laughs> <laughs> but I also I love uh, all my friends that move out here from like not California and they get oh, really scared oh of my earthquakes God. they're, they're so is, worried that is just every time I go to Twitter and I know one of the one of the trending topics is earthquake. It's like, oh, let me see the gentrifying freakout. I'm just like, <laughs> ah, the ground is shaking. We're all gonna die. Is this the big one? Is this no? This is a four. Breathe, yeah. relax. Yeah, it's like fine. I slept through this one. It's like I'm just catching up on the tweets because this wasn't enough to wake me up. Like somebody's still shaking with terror, and like I didn't even notice the shake. Yeah. Like, I was asleep the whole time. I was just like, what? You uh, slept up. through so many earthquakes. Yeah, that's that's so weird. It's just like, I, yeah, just a few years ago where just like uh, my my brother and sister would text me every like every few months. I'm just like, oh, my God, did you feel the earthquake? I'm like, I didn't feel shit. I just woke up. I saw your text and I was like, I didn't, I didn't yeah. feel anything. That's fine. Like, yeah, we had an earthquake. I usually laugh at people who jump on Facebook to, oh my God, I felt the earthquake. Yeah, you felt them before. It's fine. Yeah, it's it's like, oh no, it's like, oh shit, that's an earthquake. Oh, okay. They've become so mundane that I, I don't really have a lot of fun stories about earthquakes. To me, I think my best story was another one that you were there for. Which is, we felt one while we were at the movies watching yes. Spider-Man. Okay. See, that's, I was waiting for you to bring that up because that was one of the... That was like, one of the bigger ones, too. That was one of the unique feelings I had during an earthquake because I didn't know it was an earthquake because I thought, like, I was just disoriented. Yeah, I mean, we're watching I, an action movie. I, I thought it's like, did I, like, not, like, like, am I having a stroke? Or, <laughs> like, it's like, am I passing out for something? I, like, am I sick? I was just checking my heart rate because I was like, why am I feel weird? Yeah, and I then, thought it was somebody further down the row who was like rocking the seat so hard that like I could feel it. Yeah, I didn't even feel the rocking. I felt like I just felt dizziness and I was okay. just, I, it was freaking me out. But then I started seeing more people in the theater looking around. Yes. And that's when I knew, oh, something's up. Yes. And then I looked up and then it's just like, oh, okay. Like some of the lights were like, like moving a little bit. Like, oh, okay, okay. That's what's happening. And in case anybody's wondering, uh, yeah, we sat there and finished out the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was just <laughs> like, once I knew it was an earthquake, I felt the, the shaking. Yeah. And you have, now you have like a mental control of what's going yeah, on. Like, oh, okay. Okay. I, we're good. Once I had a, like a point of reference, I'm just like, okay, it's not my body yeah. like freaking out. It's not my brain just sputtering out. It's just, it's an earthquake. And I just didn't know where I was in the, in the shaking. It's that thing where like you feel sane, but the world's going crazy around you. And you go, oh no, it is. I, I'm not actually going crazy. It's like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Something's so, happening. Yeah, so that was weird. That was weird. I was, and then I was worried. Was but, then I was, but then I remembered, it's like, there's nothing above you. 
Yeah, no, it was fine. Or at least you're those not above where those. Calm. Yeah, you're not above where those lights are. So just like, yeah, it's not gonna fall on your head. You're fine. Just stay in your seat. You're gonna be fine. We persevered, and then I think Spider-Man they stopped saved the, the movie day. for a bit, and then I they, they re-aired the part where we were at. Yeah, they rewound it just a little bit or something. Yeah. Um, we didn't get up and leave the theater and come <laughs> back in to finish it. No, we just stayed there. Oh man. So, um, okay, now we're going to get to the, uh, let's see. Oh, wait, yeah, you probably weren't up here. But um, I remember the big quake, the Northridge quake back mm, in 90, okay. wait, I always forget. Is it 92 or 94? Give me a minute. Um, I don't know, but we had a big quake up north in like 89, I think, in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. But I was like three. I, I've i been told funny stories. Like I was outside and I made a comment about the tree moving around. Like that was my first quake. But that was the big one. That, <laughs> that was one of those big ones where. It's not like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Where it's like the kid notices something weird. Yeah. And then it's just like, we're going to die. <laughs> the, the freeways were crumbling. Yeah. Shit like that. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't remember it. Wow. you're Okay. Uh, yeah, it was 94. And I remember that earthquake because I woke up about 30 seconds before it hit. Which, talk about creepy M. Night Shyamalan stuff. It is. And it's weird because, again, we can't predict them, but you will see animals that will just vanish. Like, they recognize it moments before. So there is something that we recognize on some level, but we can never go, oh, earthquake is coming. Yeah, no, I think they, they tested that theory on animals and it's just like, eh, it's, it's kind of like, you know, 50 50 on it. It's like, you know, yeah. Well, some animals, some are animals just react, stupid. but then it's just like, some of it's just like, yeah, they're just as surprised. They're caught off guard just as you are. Huh, I mean, it's okay. not, it's like, it's, it's less of a sixth sense. It's more just kind of like, oh, you know, maybe they pick up on something, but maybe there's an it's atmospheric not as, pressure. Yeah, know. maybe something, but yeah, but at most part, it's just like, nah, they're not. They're I, just as surprised as you are. I feel like there's something, though, and that's kind of like the same thing that made you wake up 30 seconds prior. I'd like to think that that's what it was. Like, maybe some, maybe I noticed something or something. Because, like, I woke up, and for some reason, I didn't know why I woke up. And then I was staring at the TV, and then I noticed it shaking. And then it just fucking, just the big, like, seven-pointer, you know, that lasted for, like, I think 45 seconds. Which is a really long time for yeah, like my, an earthquake. Like I remember my mom bursting in and just like, get under the bed. Which is like, lady, you're already breaking all the rules right here. You're not supposed to do this. She was panicked and concerned <laughs> was Like for Looking her back, it's just like, yeah, you're not supposed to be doing this, lady. You're supposed to stay. Like, but, you I know, just imagine her running at you literally yelling, lady. Lady, what are you doing here? It's like, this is unacceptable. You're out of order. It's like... Go sit down and take a moment to collect yourself. All right. I will be here and then yes. we will discuss what has transpired. <laughs> I have to be up at school the next morning. Uh. You have to walk me there. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, now, um, but you know, you know, she grew up in, you know, you know, in our home country. And it's just like, the, and again, the impulse there is you run because those shit's going to fall down on you. Yeah. You know, because 
that that wisdom doesn't apply to other places because like especially like you know unfortunately china oh yeah which had that horrible disaster where the uh the the those concrete schools that weren't built to you know up to certain codes not like here in california where a majority of buildings even if they're older they still have some earthquake preventative measures yes so that like yeah, it'll crumble, but it won't fall down because it's built a certain way to withstand, you know, earthquakes. So you know, like good so, yeah. old made in the USA. Well, made by California regulations, which is like yeah, you got to build whatever fucking building you're building this kind of way, so that way, if an earthquake hits, everyone here isn't gonna immediately die. Yeah, this is California, not China, or you know, Florida, yeah, which is which is a it's a big it's a big disaster over there it was it's so sad hearing that story just like yeah they cut corners and you know an earthquake hit and they just got pancaked yep and yeah the florida thing it was just like residents were complaining for years like hey this doesn't look right and it's like there's cracks here and it was like oh well it's fine and then until it wasn't and when it wasn't they all died But yeah, that's uh, the one thing about California I've been seeing recently. It's just like all those like the soft stories, which is basically where the first floor is where you park your car. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like they're retrofitting those to make sure that they're more stable because, you know, usually they only had like one pole mm-hmm. <laughs> for the entire slot of each car. And just like, like, yeah, those little sticks aren't going to do anything. No, no. Like, if it, like, yeah, it'll just fall like. Down there, like maybe the rest of the building will be fine, but yeah, that's not structurally safe. That's a little bit how this building is. <laughs> yeah, but it'll be fine. I, this one will be all right. Yeah, it'll be fine because like it's built out more on the sides, and you know it's one of those things where like if my, if my sister were here, like she'd be able to just look it up and down and just like okay, yeah, this is what's gonna happen in an earthquake. Blah 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 blah. But yeah, no. But most buildings, especially you know. The newer ones, but also the older ones are also, especially when they go under retrofitting, they'll be able to survive. So that's why don't run. Don't run. Yeah. Stay where you are. Just cover your head and make sure you're away from the windows and nothing's going to fall on top of you. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. But yeah, and then just sit, just relax, and then watch all the tweets of people freaking out. And there's something to be said about just, you know, relaxing and just... Staying calm for like that 10 to 30 seconds that the earthquake's going on because there's not a whole lot you can realistically do yeah. during that time. Yep. All it is is just making sure you're protected and just riding it out. But while you're listening to this podcast, also, you know, make sure you have an emergency preparedness kit, you know, because that's one of those things that most people don't think about until shit goes down. And it's like, I have no food or water. And there's no water here. Yeah, about that. Yeah, I know. I saw your face as soon as I said emergency preparedness kit. And you're just like, what? Like, I could name a lot of things that should be in it. But I I don't currently have one. Yeah, you don't don't have beer. You don't have have burgers. You don't have fucking like (laughs) fucking char bag of charcoal. So you can definitely need some like dry foods. Um, I, I don't even know if I have a flashlight. Wow. I know, I know. Shame on me. I because guess a what? Basic it's thing. like you're gonna use your phone as a flashlight. You're gonna burn through that battery yes, super quick. And yeah, exactly. yeah, also have a fucking battery pack, especially one that's like they have some that are you know that have little uh, 
a solar panel on the side. Yeah, so which just, is great. So yeah, so when you're not using it, just keep it out in the sun, and then it charges up, and there you go. You can reload. But yeah, that's that's a little just a reminder to everybody. You just yeah, make sure you have your shit together. Get your shit together. Have some water, some clean water ready to go. So um, uh, they also got those like life straws, like oh for yeah, yeah, backpackers and shit, or just like oh any dirty water. But I mean, you don't need that much. I mean, you're in a city. You're like. Unless you're out, you know, in the IE where fucking nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, definitely have water. If you're in the IE food. and you have an earthquake, your life improved. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> That's right. We're starting shit. We're starting. Side. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need. We need more just kind of hating different parts of different areas of where we live. Yeah, right. But yeah, no, um, get a, get a first aid kit. Also great. You know, just like, you know, bandages, wraps, stuff like that. And, you know, like start training, start training has helped with just being prepared for, you know, if someone breaks their arm or hurts themselves, starts bleeding. It's just like, yeah, those are important things to do about. So check your local YouTube channel. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there's a hundred videos out there about what you should do. Yes, definitely. Some of them are reputable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you don't know, go like, to the ones that are about prepping. Yeah, Just, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, because then they you, you're gonna go down the rabbit hole, and then it's like it's gonna skew QAnon, and it's like no, 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 that doesn't help you. That's that's too much extra baggage. Just you know, they're trying to sell you six months of dry food. Just move or, on, <laughs> or just like some. Some pills that just like give you energy or some shit. I like no, 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 don't, don't. Tiger don't. blood. Tiger blood. <laughs> um, it's why I, I have a box of bandages, but they're so old. The last time I tried to use one, it just didn't stick to me. There's no <laughs> adhesive left in it. They're so old. Oh man, I should have probably gotten that for your birthday. Just like here, here's something practical. Yeah, a first aid kit. <laughs> I mean, you do work with you know sewing needles and all this stuff. It's like yeah. you might get. I can stitch something. Well, there you go. There you go. See? I don't know like, if I can stitch a person, but... It's the same thing. It's just like, you know, really you just enough. put the ends together and then just like, just yeah. sew that up. Make sure the needle's clean, though. Just like, you know... Oh, yeah. Boil it. Boil it. Put some alcohol on it or something. And, it's like, and then you can just start puncturing through <laughs> skin. Like... <laughs> Just like get grab a whole big pile of skin, just like ah, right through it. I'm like ah, oh, motherfucker, that was the wrong arm. Make sure to clean the wound. You know, pour some Jack Daniels on it. You know, like you know, like in those macho eighties movies. Oh yeah, pour some Jack Daniels on it, and then you take a swig of it. So that's, it's just like yeah, because that's what you need when you're bleeding. You need alcohol in your system to, <laughs> to thin your blood. <laughs> well, the, the doctor would do it just you know to calm their hands and their nerves to remove the bullets. Because <laughs> that's what they're always—they're always removing bullets. Yeah, and it's always just like, oh, take a swig of this while we saw off your arm, which is like, whoa, that you shouldn't do that. <laughs> you should, I don't know if you should be taking alcohol. Also, side note: most of the time, better to leave the bullet in. Here's a free tip in case something horrible has happened. Right? <laughs> this one's on the remember, house. If you're if you're impaled by something, you will leave that shit in. Because the last thing you want to do is pull it out and then you have a jet stream of blood just shooting out of you and then nothing to stop the bleeding. All right? Do not pull so, out. Yeah. Exactly. 
wait, no, hold up, hold up, hold up. That doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. Put a condom on the thing that's going to impale you before you get impaled. How about that? No, no. For sanitary reasons. Nope. Missing it. Missing we the need whole some... point. Missing the point. Oh, my God. Um, the other thing I was thinking uh, as we we're talking about this, uh, another fun science fact for the people who aren't familiar with earthquakes uh, we talk about magnitudes a lot, you know, whether it's a one, two, three, four, up to like eight is one of the highest that I we've had or, realistically. Yeah. I Yeah. We haven't had a nine or higher. And I think a lot of people don't realize this, uh, but those go up exponentially. So it's, it's not like a, a simple straightforward one to 10 scale, but like, like a four jump to a five is a huge jump. And then a five to a six is even bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you start to hear like six and sevens, like those are big ones. We we get lots of fours. They're fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A yeah. one and a two, you'll never even notice. Exactly. Unless you're an out-of-towner. <laughs> <laughs> Super panicked out-of-towner. It's like, what was that? What was that? A car drove by. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a train. It was yeah. a train just going by. <laughs> it was just the metro. But yeah, no, I still remember, man, uh, after that uh, Northridge quake and just like, you know, it goes uh, freeway overpasses that collapsed. Just freeways just yeah. shattered. And then just like, yeah, like for, you know, weeks, it was just like certain areas, like you have to kind of drive a different way in order to get through across town. I mean, shit, we all hate the 405, but if you don't have that, it's even worse. Yeah, it's even worse when you don't have it. It's like, yeah, you're going to miss me when I'm gone, bitch. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> we didn't know how good we had it. Yeah, it's like, I'm sorry, baby, come back. <laughs> I can't sing the rest of that song. Because <laughs> we don't have the rights, not because I don't know the words. Well, we, we can try to find a little clip. I think if we play like, I don't know what the, the ruling is, but you can play like 10 seconds of a song or eight seconds. Oh, uh, okay. What if what if I sing the song? It's like I pl- I we can't do zero seconds. We should get the recording. <laughs> it's like if I do that, I have we get zero listeners. That's that's the trick. That's the trick. I think we can actually like if we were talented, we could perform full songs. Baby, come back. Any kind of food. Okay, now okay now I'm now I was like okay I'm gonna sing the rest of the song and I was like we don't have the budget to pay rights for that. That'll be our outro song. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's fun, but fucking earthquakes, man. Yeah, it's just every so often it's just a reminder. Just like you get chin checked every just yeah. so like, hey, you're on an active fault line. And you know what's funny? Like I always think about it sometimes when I go to Japan, because Japan has earthquakes. Oh yeah. They have <laughs> earthquakes up there. And next to their uh nuclear facilities. Next to their nuclear facilities. <laughs> well, that was two things. That was the earthquake and then the tsunami hit it. Yeah. So it was just like, yeah, so which Funny enough, we do have a nuclear power plant, the San Onofre plant, just oh, south yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they're decommissioning it, or it's decommissioned already. But yeah, I don't know the status. Oh, I always yeah. forget it's there. Yeah, I mean, I like yeah, it's like I always remember it because of that joke in Naked Gun about the two boobs. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just those two. The, <laughs> yeah, like Naked Gun is just like I. I'm reminded of her everywhere, and it's just like the two. <laughs> the two the, the, Looks like it boobs. was so much fun when I drove by those for the first time. I was like, oh my God, it's the boobs. It's the boobs. It's the nuclear boobs. Everywhere I go, something reminds me of her. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But yeah, no, it's it's just a great reminder. It's like, yeah, we we get nice weather. You have the beaches, all cool shit. But then there's an earthquake. Yeah, uh, totally worth it. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, because it's not all the time. Yeah, they're rare, um, and they're usually mild. Yeah, it's a fun story to talk about for a day or two. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe it'll happen right now. No. Nope, nope, didn't happen. Like, unless you're listening to this, and then it happened, and then message us with where you were when you heard this. I want to, I'm just throwing it out there, just in case. Just in case. It's like, someone's listening to it, and then the earthquake hit. Yes, I am your god now. We have predicted this. (laughs) We've made this happen. Yeah, yeah. So, definitely click subscribe, or else we will (laughs) smite you. You don't want to know what's coming in the next episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man, that was fun. That's fun. But, uh, well, I mean, yeah, it's fun that we can, you know, have a lighthearted talk about a topic that, you know, scares people. It but- does. And when earthquakes are bad, there is chaos and carnage and people die. But we've had so many earthquakes that are just mild we've had so few that are like serious yeah Um, Uh, and again all our family and familiars are safe and sound when it's hit so it's just like you know and california's actively taking precautions to make things better and better and stronger hell i mean just the fact that we have a the the earthquake app is a thing yeah that's right yeah just like yeah that like now we have enough sensors across the state so that an earthquake hits like that gets sent to, you know, the app and then it gets alerted to everybody. And, you know, eventually we might get like a hey, 30 second heads up. It's like, hey, there's an earthquake in 30 seconds. Go. And then it was like, I remember this. Stop, drop and roll. <laughs> and then when you put the fire out, go hide underneath a desk and cover your neck. Yeah. Protect your neck is the message of this podcast. And also, stop, drop, and roll. Can we get that for the outro? Oh, protecting. (laughs) (laughs) Inspect the deck, just like (laughs) rapping at the end of our episode. I don't know, man. I'm gonna have to look at. I'm gonna have to look at the right stuff. Maybe like, uh, maybe we can get away with like putting some. I don't know. Like I've seen so many two seconds. Yeah, I've seen so many episode like podcasts just like end with the same whatever. So oh yeah. So that's why like I don't want to test the water. Just like. I'm going to be the one. I'll be the one where that just like, yep, you're getting sued. I'm just like, I don't have enough listeners for this. That's why we got to poke the bear, man. (laughs) And then we can have our David and Goliath story and take on the man. Mm. Well, I mean, that's one way this podcast could end. (laughs) (laughs) With a bang. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A bang of getting sued. Ah, It's just a cease and desist. And we will cease. Yeah. Yeah. Like it'll take that much to get us to stop doing the podcast. Like one lawyer contacts us like, hey, no. Okay. We're done. We're, we're done. Like, yeah. No, 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 no. It's yeah, like, fine. No. We, I didn't want to keep doing this bullshit anyway. I'm done. <laughs> done. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I think we can wrap it up there. But that was a good talk. Yeah, it's always good catch up and yeah, it was good for a topic I just thought of just a couple hours ago. Just like yeah, let's talk about this because I don't want to talk about the other stuff yet. And there are a few things as hyper California as like earthquakes. Yeah, yeah, that's it's 
it's one of the prices the one of the prices of being here i guess you can't call yourself a real you know angelino or californian if you haven't lived you know lived through an earthquake yeah you have to have had one uh and you had at this point you need to have had enough of them uh that you start to shrug them off yeah if you can sleep through one there you go. Yeah, you're, you're you one of us. One. It's like, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. It's like, oh, it was a five-pointer. And you slept through that? All right. All right. I respect that. That's a lot of respect. <laughs> yeah. Or kind of concerning. It's like 5.2 and you slept through it? <laughs> like, and, was, and then you find out it's like they weren't even in the range. Of, oh, yeah. It's <laughs> all about even, the epicenter. Where is the epicenter? Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, um, this is a good topic. I hope some people learn something. Maybe we'll revisit it. Like if we have a horrible earthquake. Well, yeah, when uh, Los Angeles finally does break off along the San Andreas uh, fault line, nah, nah. I think I think um, Florida will get sawed off the rest of the country and float away before that happens. Florida will actively do that to themselves. Yeah, they'll just like circumcise Florida movement going. Yeah, there are there's some like just uh, we're gonna let all the fracking along the 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 border oh of Florida so that it'll just like just sever that landmass away. And all the fracking just lined up like metronomes, and it all hit at the same time, and it was gone. There you go. You're Cuba's problem now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, right, everybody. Um, You know the drill. If you want to drop us a line, it's to live and die in LA podcast at gmail.com. I haven't seen any messages except for just. The New York Times just (laughs) – I think I might have accidentally signed up for the newsletter or something. Sometimes you click the link and then it's like you've automatically signed up. And I was just like fucking hell, man. Because like now it's just – oh, you know what it was? I think I was signed into the account while I was looking at a New York Times article. And so I was like, oh, I clicked to sign in because I was like – I think I was over my limit. In the in another account, yeah. So like I use that account, and so now I'm in the fucking newsletter. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> so yeah, so drop us a line, so I don't just see that shit. It's like talk about how about this? Any of you guys have any fun earthquake stories? We'll read those on the next episode. How about Absolutely, that? tell us some stories. Yeah, yeah. If you have any cool earthquake stories, just like some fun stuff, uh, fun stuff, not like tragic stuff. I mean, we'll we'll read those, but. You know, we'd prefer if they were lighthearted. Yeah, let's keep we'll, it lighthearted. Yeah, well, yeah, if you got some tragic ones and you want to share, it's like, I mean, I'm not going to stop you, but it, I mean, just just realize it might be a bummer for everyone else, but also, you know, whatever. Hey, we're here for it, man. We just um, want that interactivity. Okay, so Instagram is to live and try and lay a podcast. Uh, Twitter is to live and try pod. I need to post more stuff on the Twitter. I am on the Twitter. I'm just... I don't know. I had it separately as a separate web link on my phone where I'm just trying to post, but also like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I need to migrate it to the app proper so I can post more stuff regularly. I don't know. That's, it's a lot I don't know juggle. why I'm saying that out loud. That's on me, not on you guys. No, it's on you, audience. Come on. But yeah, you know, just, yeah, messages there, messages on the email, whatever, you know, just get in touch with us. Let like, us know. comment, subscribe. Let us know. Hey, maybe you guys have an idea for a topic you want us to talk about. How about that? We can do a mailbag episode. We would love to do a mailbag. The mailbag's yeah. open. Put Hell, in some mail. Maybe a mailbag to do our mixology episode with. Ooh. That would be a good one. Suggest so, yeah. uh, some ingredients. 
So, we'll see hey, what we can make. If you had an issue with any of the previous episodes, maybe maybe you want to chew, chew Tyler out for all his art hate. You want to thank me for standing up against these uh, art Nazis. Look, look, you, you and your little art conspiracy, whatever, you know, just stop it, all right? Just stop it, okay? I can't help but notice that you're you're still sitting on my art. Okay, I am calling it. Thank you, everybody, <laughs> for that. Check out the next episode. Check out our old episodes. Like, subscribe, all that other stuff. Thank you, and good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>